Well, welcome to another episode of The Father's Heart. Uh, My name is JP, and I just want to say thank you for listening to the first episode. I meant to do it every single day, but things happen. Um, I just wanted to say um, that you are loved by God, and then He has a great plan for your life. And on this episode of The Father's Heart, um, I'm going to actually read from a book that has been really blessing my life. And I feel like it's in, in line with the theme of the first episode. And that's John 3.16, where we learn about Jesus giving his life so that everyone could have eternal life. Um, if you're listening and you're not Christian, that's okay. The teachings of Jesus, the life of Jesus, is so encouraging. Even Gandhi was into Jesus. Um, and he, he often said, I love Jesus, but I don't like Christians. Um, so um, thank you so much. You're listening to The Father's Heart. And um, I just want to speak peace over you as you prepare to uh, lay down or get ready to go to sleep. I just speak the spirit of peace over you right now that you would be encouraged, that you would feel the Father's love, that you would feel his embrace, his love and his mercy, that you would hear him whispering into your ears that he loves you, that he has a plan for you, and that even in this situation, I'm not even speaking it, but even in this situation that we're all going through as a nation, As a world, God is on the throne. God is with you. God loves you. And he is going to turn it around. And you can sleep soundly. You can sleep with absolute peace. I I just wanted to say that things happen, but God remains the same. The Bible says to cast all your anxiety on him, for he careth for you. What does that mean? That means whatever you're going through, whatever anxiety, whatever fear, you can bring that to Jesus. And Jesus will hear it and he will listen because God cares for you. And God sent his son so that we would have life and we would have an example. And so there's another portion of scripture in Hebrews where it says that he lives ever long to make intercession for those who are coming to repentance. So I want you to know that any time we mess up or we make a mistake or we have a fight or maybe you're arguing with your wife or your wife's arguing with you or um, I don't know, like it's just high intensity, you're, you're nervous, you're scared, but God is so good. He uh, loves you and he is waiting for you to just be like, God, I'm sorry. Please use me again. Help me again. I, I might not even really know who you are or understand who you are. That's why I'm going to read. So I'm going to be reading from the book, the Jesus book by Michael Koulianos. And um, I just really uh, just get relaxed um, and just uh, know that God loves you and he has a great plan for you. And, um, and he wants you to sleep soundly. If you're listening to this and you're about to go to sleep, or maybe you're you're day sleeping or daydreaming or 
You're going to listen to it during the day. I want you to be encouraged. God loves you, and he has a great plan for you. And so um, so now I'm going to read. But before I read, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to um, connect with each other. I pray, God, that this um, that this podcast would bless um, the listener and that they would be able to have rest for their souls. That even in the midst of storms, that you speak peace to storms. You have the power to speak to a storm and say, be still. And so, God, we speak to the, the storms outside of this virus, but the storms that are going on in their personal lives as well, that's keeping them up at, keeping them up at night, giving them anxiety, giving them false fears, not real fears, fears that attack them, attack their psyche, but they're not real. Fear is false evidence appearing real. I heard Joyce Meyer say that once. Fear is false evidence appearing real. So God, we come against the spirit of fear right now, God. We say to that storm, be still in Jesus' name. And we come to you, God, giving all of our anxieties to you because you care for us. 1 Peter 5, 7. And now, God, just be with the reading of this book. And I pray that you bless the author of this book because he is teaching us a real beautiful truth. And that is your intimacy for us, your love for us. So just relax. And um, I don't know about you, but I've always loved being read to and reading um, with um, my uh, loved ones and uh, those that I uh, that I love. And um, so just enjoy, receive if you like the book. Um, I'll send, I'll put a link where you can find it. And um, I'm sure um, the author, Michael Culianos, would love to get that into your hands um, for such a time as this. So I just pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. The Jesus Book. Fall Recklessly in Love with Jesus by Michael Culianos. Introduction. When the precious Holy Spirit gave the vision to write this book, I instantly knew what would be written and what the heart of this message would be. It would be about one who really loves us, the one who is worthy of our honor and worship. His name is Jesus. This book has nothing to do with the author. I have no answers regarding your life except to introduce you to this person who transformed my empty heart. Jesus is a real person, which means you can know and love him. Loving Jesus is life's greatest achievement and your highest calling. Jesus is not a way for you to get to your destination. He is your destination. He is not a way to experience salvation. Jesus is salvation. So what is the Jesus book all about? Jesus? Yeah, it's all about Jesus. What else, you may ask? Just Jesus? But, um, yeah, so just Jesus. I was adding my thing to it. But is that enough? By the time you finish this journey, you will discover that he is more than enough. In an age when churches are full of religion, is trendy. Wow. In an age when churches are full and religion is trendy, lives are emptier than ever. The reality of the person of Jesus Christ must be the center of everything again. 
Church should be about Jesus, the one who purchased it with his blood. Christ is Christianity. Come on, somebody. Worship should be about the one who is worthy of worship. Prayer should be about the person we pray to. The Bible is about the Father's love, demonstrated by sending his Son, Jesus. Heaven is heavenly because Christ is there. I don't intend for the Jesus book to replace your time in the Bible, but I simply want to introduce you to the one the Bible is all about. The Word of God is the source for the teachings in this book. This work only touches on the characteristics of the Lord that I felt led to write on. I don't claim to encompass the entire person of Jesus because he is absolutely limitless. No book in the world could contain or explain the fullness of who he is. Allow the Spirit of God to take you by the hand and place you at the feet of this Lord, who longs for you to love and know him as never before. My prayer is that he will take you back to where it all started and where we must finish, Jesus Christ. The vision for this work was not birthed in an hour of victory or success, rather in a time of defeat and discouragement. It was a period when my prayers seemed to go unanswered and the successes in my life were difficult to recognize. After months of seeking for answers, the one who truly cares lovingly entered my heart in a life-changing way. What you are reading is a product, or listening to, is a product of a loving relationship with God. However, this would never have materialized had he not used certain friends, family members, and spiritual leaders to touch my life. These people were the vehicles that God used to introduce himself to me as a boy, and they continue to influence me today. They've impacted my life for all eternity, and I am forever indebted to them. Some led me to the Lord. Others kept me close to Him on my journey. I love you all so very much. As you prepare to begin, please understand that this moment has been planned by God Himself. Before you were ever born, He knew you would be reading this page at this very time. He has eagerly waited for this hour as the Holy Spirit desires to introduce Jesus to you in a very special way. In return, he simply wants your love. You are about to be taken by the hand and placed at the nail-scarred feet of the one who died for you. I pray that two things will happen as you read. First, that you may know the love of Jesus, and second, that you would deeply love him in return. This is my favorite part of the introduction. He goes over all these attributes of Jesus. Ready? Okay, here we go. You who need your sin washed away, come to the Savior. You who need your sick body healed, come to the healer. You who are unknown, be counted with the servant. You who are lost, cling to the shepherd. You who are addicted, be rescued by the warrior. You who are lonely, find this faithful friend. You who are suffering and don't know why, meet the sufferer. You who are in need, the provider has not changed. You who have been rejected by all, discover the outcast. You who lack the power of God, 
the baptizer awaits you. You who fear the world and its future, trust this king. You who can't escape the pull of God on your heart, pause for the seeker. You who know there must be more to Christianity, release the prisoner. You who have lived for yourself for far too long, surrender to the Lord. You who have stared at the ocean and night sky with awe and wonder, worship this awesome God. You who have stared at the ocean and night sky with awe and wonder, worship this awesome God. You who feel that you are not worth loving, be swept away by the lover of your soul. You who feel that you are not worth loving, be swept away by the lover of your soul. Who is he? Jesus is his name. Michael Koulianos. So thank you so much for listening to the introduction. I just really want to double down on this. You who have stared at the ocean and night sky with awe and wonder, worship this awesome God. You who feel that you are not worth loving, be swept away by the lover of your soul. Who is he? Jesus is his name. I want to encourage you. If you're like me, I love to stare at the ocean. I love to see the ocean in the night. I love to stare at the moon as it reflects off the ocean. Some of us don't are not going to be able to go outside. I encourage you to close your eyes and imagine the ocean if that's what you're into. Or imagine something that you love. Maybe it's riding a bike. I used to ride bikes all the time. So right now I'm just like envisioning riding my bike through the city and seeing the city through that lens of riding a bike. And um, and it's just beautiful. I'm like seeing the city in such a different lens. But I'm coming back to the ocean. And I often used to think the ocean is like such a symbolism of God's grace. God's grace is a symbolism of the ocean. The Bible says, um, actually, I don't know if it says it in the Bible. I heard it in a song once. I'm sure it talks about the oceans and the heart of God and the grace of God and, and oceans. I'm sure it does. Or in the waters or the deep. Um, but there was a song once by this band called The Newsboys um, when I was a teenager and my mom was trying to get me to go to church. Um, and uh, it said, um, I'm diving into the oceans of your grace. I'm diving into the oceans of your grace. And there's also a song contemporary, like more recent, uh, by Hillsong United called Oceans. And in that song, Oceans, I really love to listen to that song and it wrecks me, wrecks me in a good way because I like to think of that song as grace. You know, it says, take me, oh man, I can't remember, <laughs> but it, it says, talks about talking about going to the edges, 
going to where it's so deep that there's nothing that we could do to save ourselves. Only God, only Jesus would be able to save us in that moment. And so you've been listening to the Father's heart, and I'm just speaking rest to you right now, that you be encouraged knowing that he loves you and he has a great plan for you. And um, tomorrow we'll begin um, by reading chapter one and uh, and we'll see what God does. I will share a little more stories. I'll share a little more, I guess, about uh, Michael Koulianos and um, what, uh, why I feel so compelled to read this book for you in such a time as this. Um, and then also kind of what happened to me because he has a conference called Jesus Image and um, and this recent one was called Jesus 19 where we brought in the new year and um, that's where I bought this book and I saw God move in tremendous ways powerful powerful ways and um, I just encourage you to um, check that out or, or um, you can look for it on YouTube I'll put a link for you to check out um, just some of the clips from Jesus 19 but I just really um, wanted to encourage you and read to you because um, personally I just love that and it makes me feel so calm recently I've been reading before I go to sleep and it's been helping a lot and um, and I just thought that since I'm being able to sleep in this storm um, maybe I can help you to sleep in the storm as well that you have a great calling on your life. He loves you. He's going to see you through. You're going to get that food. You're going to get those resources that you need, those pharmaceuticals that you need. You're going to get those opportunities that God has promised you. This is going to be our finest hour. You've been listening to the Father's Heart. I love you. And until next time, sleep well. Thank you.